guys, welcome back to Inside the Paddock. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Hungarian Grand Prix and then the Belgium Grand Prix coming up, a bit about summer break and a few extra things. So let's get into it. So first things first, the race and the weekend entirely. So we had a bit of a boring free practice, basically just a boring Friday. It was raining. No one wanted to risk going out really except a few people. So we had like a lot of people such as Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Pierre Gasly, Esteban Ocon and Daniel Ricciardo not even setting a time. And then we had Sergio Perez crash first lap bringing out a red flag. And then we had Carlos Sainz beaching his car when he tried to tough out the weather, also causing a short red flag before the marshals helped get him back on track. We had George Russell, then Oscar Piastri and Lance Stroll in the top three for free practice one. But it was overall pretty boring, so we'll just skip to qualifying. So in qualifying, after a actually pretty interesting qualifying, we had Lewis Hamilton get pole, beating his own record, getting 104 poles, which was very exciting. And then we had Max in second, which brought so many people back. I was seeing people in my comments talking about it. I was seeing people, other people making videos about it. Let's just say the 2021 flashbacks were intense for a lot of people. They were getting scared. They were... Some people thought Lewis and Max would take themselves out and then Lando and Oscar and Joe would get the podium because Lando was on the second row with Oscar Piastri in fourth and then Joe Guan Yu getting his highest qualifying ever in fifth, which was very exciting. We also had Sergio Perez get into Q3 for the first time in like five races. He did get ninth though, so still way lower compared to his teammate in the same car. But now let's move on to the race. I'm going to try and remember everything. I did not take notes because I'm super unprofessional sometimes and I just make myself suffer later when I need to write my notes for the podcast. So we ended up having Max win with Lando Norris on the pole again and Sergio with the podium on the podium again with so Max Verstappen in first, Lando Norris on the podium again in second and then we had a Sergio Perez podium which probably made Red Bull a lot happier, but they probably wish he didn't have to fight through so many people to get that damn podium. And then Oscar Piastri in fifth with Lewis Hamilton falling back to fourth from pole. Um, so at the start of the race, Joe Guan Yu, a lot of people were really banking on him doing well, including myself. I was really excited. He's my underrated king after all. But after a really slow start off the line, he went into I believe I thought it was Yuki but I actually think it was Daniel Ricciardo he went into the back of who then as a domino like kind of like bowling went into the Alpines causing a double DNF of the Alpines now I'm not a really super big Alpine or like Pierre Gasly and I don't really like Espen Ocon on track necessarily um but I'm still unfortunate DNFs are always unfortunate uh but they do add a little bit of spice to the race So then Lewis Hamilton basically immediately got overtaken by Max and then there was also Oscar and Lando who basically also overtook him immediately making him fall back to fourth pretty quickly after you know no real advantage Paul gave him unfortunately and then we had the most we had the usual Ferrari I don't want to swear messery Ferrari Messery and let's just say it was bad with a really long pit stop of Charles Leclerc plus speeding in the pit lane and some weird strategy going on Ferrari just were not great they finished seventh and eighth which was unfortunate 
Max also got the fastest lap, but honestly, none of us was surprised. His Red Bull is a literal rocket, but that was that race. And it was a little underwhelming, I will say. People were expecting it to be a lot more fun, but honestly, I'm still big on if you just cover up Max's name, it's still an interesting race. You got some midfield battles that are interesting, but to be honest, Hungary really didn't bring what most of us wanted, which is unfortunate, but that is okay. A few things we also need to talk about was Daniel Ricciardo back on the grid, and he came 13th, I want to say, uh, and honestly, he did pretty well, I would say. He outperformed Yuki, I believe. And he, like, for a first race back, I would say it's not bad at all. And so, like I said earlier, Lando was on the podium, but he also did his classic champagne spike. If you don't know what that is, he hits the champagne against the floor or, like, a podium thing, and it spikes the champagne up. And a really cool image. There are some cool videos of him jumping down and doing it. Like, it looks really cool, but for the past two races he's been on the podium, he has hit it against Max's podium step. And it's shifted the podium step because they are so, like, easy to shift. We saw it with Esteban Ocon in Mo Mo Monaco when he stepped on his podium and it, like, slipped and hit the champagne. It's pretty easy to move. And so it moved it. And Max keeps putting in his trophy at the very tip of the podium. And that just caused it to smash. It was, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I've heard it was a $40,000 trophy that took six months to make which is insane, props to the hard work. While it is unfortunate and Lando was kind of just jokey about it, so was Max, Max was not hurt. And like, it's it sucks all of that hard work scored into being a broken trophy, but I don't think that's like, it's still a trophy. You can still put it up, it's a good memory. Like it's funny, it's, it's still there and you can still see how beautiful it is. Um, but anyways, moving on, oh, that actually caused a lot of controversy, but I don't really want to get into it because I think it's just people being a bit overdramatic, to be completely honest. I feel like it's just people who didn't like Lando to begin with and people who are just obsessed with celebrities and trying to like cancel them any chance they get. So I'm not really going to dive into that because frankly, I don't care. Now we've got McLaren is doing well, which is honestly super impressive. The last time McLaren won a Constructors Championship was in 1998, and the last time they won a Drivers' Championship was in 2008 with Lewis Hamilton. Uh, so McLaren have quite a lot of history in F1 too, dating back to Bruce McLaren, a Kiwi driver, uh, for the <laughs> fun New Zealand fans out there. And um, yeah, it's kind of nice to see them doing well I'm a McLaren fan but I'm more specifically an Oscar fan so I'm I'm very happy they're doing well and honestly if they like I don't know I really hope they can keep up the work and like keep bringing the fight to them and they don't get lost in the upgrades because sometimes the problem I guess can be they bring upgrades but then they can't keep up with the others I don't know I hope it keeps working but now we're going to move on to the last kind of thing I wanted to talk about with F1, and that is the Belgium Grand Prix and the summer break that'll follow. So we did, ha we do have a double header with Hungary and now the Belgium Grand Prix, which is exciting. It's a sprint weekend, so we'll see two races, one smaller one, one longer. There's 44 laps and the circuit length is 7.004 kilometers. And the lap record is held by Valtteri Bottas in 2018 with 1 minute 46.286 seconds. So there is there's 19 corners and 2 DRS zones. 
So this will be interesting. And last year's race results was a max win with Sergio getting second and Carlos Sainz on the podium. So, and who was on pole last year? Carlos Sainz. So it, it could be interesting. It could be really boring. We'll see. But after that does follow a summer break, which is basically, I want to say like almost a month. I don't think it's fully a month. Let's see. So the Belgium Grand Prix is the 28th to the 30th. And then the next one's not till the 25th. So it's, it's almost a month, not entirely, but it's almost basically missing out on the entire month of August. So it's, um, it's going to be a long time. And I wanted to quickly also thank you guys because on TikTok, I'm almost at 900 followers and I love you guys so much for this. If you somehow stumbled upon this on like YouTube or Spotify recommended or whatever you're on and you don't follow me on TikTok, you should because I'm way more active on TikTok. I post like five posts a day of me just rambling. I'm obsessed with it. TikTok is my addiction. So you should definitely follow me there. But um, you should also follow me on Instagram. Sorry, I just remember that I made like an Instagram for this like account for um, F1 stuff. So if you want to see your me spam my stories with F1 stuff and post a bunch, follow me on Instagram as well. That's where you'll get more personal. I try and post every day on YouTube, but it's, it's not consistent yet. So if you want more personal and to get me kid to know me more follow me on a tiktok and instagram but last thing i did want to talk about was what you guys wanted to see during the summer break because it's long and i don't want to stop f1 content while f1's having a break because i'm sure silly season will kind of go into full force then but also i wanted to know if you guys would prefer if i like talk about old races and talk about old things and um or if you would prefer if i like would you prefer if I also do some personal content? Like I'm happy to do like daily vlogs or weekly vlogs on TikTok or YouTube. I can start a vlog channel where it's like more personal stuff, like bake with me, cook with me. Cause I'm also happy to do more personal stuff. Don't get me wrong. So, but it's just up to what you guys want. Cause I don't want to just do a bunch of personal stuff that no one cares about. Cause they just want to hear about F1. So I would really appreciate if you guys would let me know. But that is all for now. Sorry for the shorter podcast. I just didn't have a lot to talk about. Nothing was really standing out to me in the F1 world recently. But I still wanted to get this podcast out here. So it's going to be a little bit more of a short drive podcast. Um, But nonetheless, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I love you all. Have a great day or night wherever you are. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.